Yo people, it's your boy Dean and I'm coming to you live from Lude Magazine. I'm hosting our very first interlude session. Yes, we've made a podcast and yes, you are going to listen. This is Interlude. Over the coming weeks, we are going to be bringing you insights from the creatives shaping our culture. Understanding their drives and learning from the experiences which have influenced their taste, practice and artistry. Today, we've got a live show for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got the most dynamic duo in London. Actually, they're from the sticks. I don't even think they're from the bits like that. But these guys are about it. They're directors, producers, event managers, creative directors, photographers, rappers, singers. I think these brothers even dance, man. Yes, of course, I'm talking to you about Just D and King Toby. Together, they form OYE 2.0. Now I'm saying that wrong. Let me put some flavor on that. They form Oye 2.0. Let me say that again. Oye 2.0. They're the brothers who brought you Backyard Bounce and Milton Keynes. And they brought you advertisements from the like of Sky Sports, um, Puma and Adidas. More recently, they've released their track, The Sticks. It's a banger. They brought you The Sticks, baby. So yeah, they're here today to share their story with you. So sit back and take them in. This is Interlude. Hi, uh, my name's King Toby. And I am Just Day, and we are doing an interview for Lude Magazine. Um, yeah, man, this is really fresh. I have no idea how this is gonna go, but... Yeah, first time doing this, so it's gonna be interesting, but let's Let's go. get into it. So... What are your titles and how many hats do you uh, do you guys wear as a team and as individuals? Damn. Cool. I'll start with as a team um, first. I think hats we wear as a team. So obviously we're Oye, Oye 2.0. So it's a directing duo, creative directing duo. We also just do overall filmmaking. So editing, um, shooting, you know, like self-directing shooters vibe shooting vibes videography all of those um so that's kind of oh yeah 2.0 and the services they do um bigger than that we now have like a genesis production um which is a production company um with caris so it's myself toby and caris and it's a production company creative studio um and yep co-founder there so we creative direct produce projects um and we we're looking to just basically work with bigger clients bigger individuals uh creative direct campaigns um manage all visual assets in that regard work with brands so on and so forth that's kind of genesis um yeah i'll say that's those the two as a team for sure yeah yeah yeah, events as well. Events, yeah. oh yeah, okay, yeah. Backyard <laughs> Bounce, yep. Yeah. Backyard Bounce with Mo and Karis as well. Um, that is an events an events management team and events, um, a community event. Yeah, I think those as a team, I can't think of anything else. There is music. We have a label now that we have started together with our friend Calvin. So that is another hat to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my long, good long friends, Calvin, um, So it's myself, Toby and Calvin who have started this label together, which we're artists under, it's called Black Valley, uh, Black Valley Music, right? Yeah. And as individuals, um, DM. 
so director, rap, artist, singer, rapper, singer, yeah, trying trying to be a singer rapper guy. <laughs> uh, like Drake. Yeah, I hesitated because I, I don't really want to disrespect the singers because no, you really, sing, bro. They're sing. singers, though. Yeah, the singers, but you they're sing. Singers. Singers, there's I don't want to do. Yeah. There's levels to singing, man. There's levels. Um, but yeah, you know, I can I can rap a little bit. Blend the two. Um, writer, creative, direct. Um, blood, yeah. Yeah, man, I think those are entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, individually, full time hustler. Full time, baby. Full time hustler, baby. Full time, baby. Um, <laughs> director, producer, um, f- um, visually. Sugar producer, I forgot that. Yeah, visually. Uh, events organizer, like that. Rapper, singer, editor as well. Editor, that's different. Um, I would say I wouldn't say I'm a freelance photographer. I would say I'm a free photographer. <laughs> Not free for charge, but I just do it <laughs> to do it. Like I roll around with my film camera, yeah. and I know how to take pictures. Like I'm, I'm also a photographer, but mm-hmm. um, I just don't do it as a service. Something that I I'll probably keep personal. Camera operator, DP, yeah, could probably yeah. could do that. Um. <coughs> I'm now not sure if these are title. What what is this now? This question has <laughs> spilled into just who Money are you? Full time hustler. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Fully legit. Um, yeah. Cool. So thinking of what it takes to survive and thrive as a creative, would you consider your ability to fulfill so many roles as a necessity or a luxury? Ooh. Well, that's a great question. Um, I'll say what comes with it is I wouldn't say necessarily like being able to do so many things is a necessity. I think a necessity is actually being able to work with people because it takes like collaboration to actually produce something at at such a level as well, being able to work with people. Um, But I'd say it definitely is like a luxury, like um, a well-deserved luxury as well. Um, because you're able to understand from other things even though you might not have like a a very in-depth understanding but you're able to communicate with people that um, are in a different field so so for example um, making music I I started by myself like I started on Fruity Loops in my kitchen in Michigan uh, the demo as well and I wasn't able to make songs properly like I was making rubbish songs um and I just worked on it until I knew how to actually mix on Fruity Loops and and I got quite good at mixing so I can I can say I can engineer very well. I'm not a top top engineer at all, but I'm able to now communicate to the people that I work with, the engineers that I work with and, and get to the fine details of what I want and, and I feel like that's what kinda even gives it an edge as well. So I would say it's not I'll say it's a luxury, not a necessity, but I would say what comes from it. Uh, which is the actually working with people having good people and a good team around you um damn yeah no I was looking at that question so much because I was listening and then I was (laughs) looking at the question um yeah um no 100% luxury definitely um 
it's a luxury to be able to say like you're multi hyphenate creative or like you're multi disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that, to be an actual um, Renaissance man and someone that can say they do all these things at high standard, you have to be cold at all of them <laughs> <Yeah>. to be <laughs> respected. So luxury, yes. Um, important, 100%. Um, yeah, I think we need more people to like mm-hmm. show you that you can do more than just one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mad yeah. because the question is mad because it says to thrive, and again, there's levels to this. There's levels to this. So like, I think to actually thrive and and cut to the top and go to the like top of um, what you're trying to do, I think that is very important. One hundred percent. I think some of the best minds are multidisciplined. Yeah. The mo- like the best creative, the waviest like people. Even just saying when I speak about the Renaissance period and like we, if you think about all of those artists like Basquiat, Van Gogh, like all those guys were, um, mo- yeah, they were multi multifaceted creatives. Even now, like Kanye's, um, Jay Z's, even like in the UK, like. Skeptors, Reggie Yates, like Crazy. all multifaceted, like Reggie Yates. I just saw he's doing a movie. His first, like, bro, it said a Reggie Yates film. Yeah. I said, what? I was like, this, this guy that amazing. was doing interviews. This yeah. guy that was doing interviews, yeah. like, you know, that's beautiful. Like, bro, levels, so progressive. So, Jeez, so progressive. levels, like that's it's cold, man. I yeah. think this is, that's what it's about. Um, how would you describe our partnership? Um, individually. Damn, it's dynamic, it is fluid, it's, because it's based on, like, family, I feel like it's very instinctual, instinctive, Mm, if that's mm, the word, a lot of the time, not really too much thought, things just flow out a lot, like, that's just one thing, it's how I feel like so much work has just been done, because there's not really been too many hurdles, like, people would be arguing and having issues over the tiniest, like, nonsense, um, and that just slows stuff down, so it's very fluid. That's what I'll say for sure. Mm, yeah, I would agree. I'll say probably the same thing. Like it's extremely dynamic, cause uh, we both can do like everything. Like we figured out very early, like working on the project. Us two are able to actually get a project from the beginning to the end, uh, just by ourselves. So um, in that sense, we're able to actually just like switch jobs and just like get a job done through like actually sharing the work. So, uh, yeah, I would say it's just extremely dynamic, extremely fluid. And as well, the family thing, because uh, we, like, basically learnt from our dads as well that work together is very uh, instinctual. Yeah, it's what that, instinctive. I don't know is that, what that word is. It's instinctive. Instinctive. It's instinct. Yeah, instinct. Yeah, <laughs> instinct. Yeah, someone's doing instinct and intuition, for yeah, sure. Exactly. Intuitive. Yeah, there you go. That's intuitive. the one. That's the one. Um, cool. Next question is, at what point did you realise... Uh, that you worked well together um it's mad man because like we've we've been working together for like a long time like even when it there wasn't really any structure to it like we've been working with each other because we're family so like um even in terms of music while we're in america we're making a project together as well um but i'd say we've done like we've tried to make uh, a lot of like collectives like we've been in a lot of collectives um involving like a lot more other people um 
and it's just like always filtered out and it's been multiple times that we tried it and it's always it's always made me realize that like we've we've done a lot of work in these and that the only thing that's actually stayed stable is us two working together in those things so i feel like i started noticing it when we have worked with other people and and they start to filter out slowly for sure damn literally answered it there yeah for sure i think um if i could pick a specific moment it would be when we were working on this um nike like spec ad that we did we released it on twitter yeah yeah and it kind of went viral um i think that was the moment i was like i think maybe because of the outcome and like how it was received i think that's what made me go oh okay like wavy like we did that together and that's what happened mm-hmm. i think i noticed consciously that there was a chemistry or something um 100 yeah in that for sure that was definitely that. like the stars of something yeah for sure um next question cool um uh where did the idea for back your bounce stem from back your bounce yo boop, boop, boop. that stemmed from that was a covid idea man and um, yeah. I think it was really like the initial initial idea came from Mo. I think explain what Backyard um, Bounce is first. Oh, Backyard yeah. Bounce, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Backyard Bounce is a um, community events like group. Um, we have parties. Um, we'll be doing exhibitions. We'll be doing just other yeah. quirky live events. Live, definitely loads of live stuff. Um, quirky like experience. experiences. Mm-hmm very experiential um and yeah we had our first one in 2020 um july and it was a basketball tournament um but yeah the idea came from we were just hanging out me myself uh, me toby sorry and our friend mo uh we were just chilling doing up social distancing one time on the field um and we were all really bored and i think mo said something like yo i'm gonna just bring out my speakers and my dj decks and just play on this field it'll be wavy and then we were like yeah that would be wavy you know like we can just bring a couple no, people we, we in. can do that yeah. <laughs> we're like why we can't can we have... do that let's just bring a couple people and you know like make a little vibe it was as simple as that mm-hmm. and i think once that seed was planted yeah. boy it grew with the opti- optimism in the group we just started to scale it up bit by bit <laughs> bit by bit and then it yeah it turned into a thing um, literally what? three weeks I think it was three weeks yeah um, mad it was mad and yeah that was like a discovery of like a new team as well mm. like I started to realise well okay cool us three can work good on on like this side of things and, and we can actually get stuff done through that first event um, definitely like open I didn't really have too much of a relationship with Mo prior because um, I didn't grow up in Milton Keynes and um, with that group of people but or with like our friendship group in Milton Keynes but um, that project it really helped me see kind of similarly to what you were saying earlier that Mo is someone that just can work mm-hmm. he can do stuff by himself like he's probably been doing stuff by himself very self-sufficient very yeah very 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 <laughs> he's he's a professional athlete by the way guys yeah. like he plays for <laughs> basketball in Spain like he's he doesn't live in the country it's crazy yeah. but uh, he's got a um, creative creative agency creative studio that he's starting called western um and he's also just part of the genesis team backyard bounce team all-round creative dj mm-hmm. crazy guy but yeah man it's um 
it's us three the fluidity fluidity of that as well is crazy because like I've known Mo for a very long time like I I grew up with Mo like when I moved to Milton Keynes in 2000 he was my neighbour and he was like the only Nigerian on the street (laughs) so we we went to the same secondary school together didn't go to the same primary school but we were always like playing out with each other and, and I guess like it's like kind of the same chemistry like how we have it is very instinct intuitive mm. <laughs> very intuitive as well because uh we just know we need to cover everything so let's get mm. everything covered mm-hmm. for sure for sure and karis as well karis yeah karis is with with us in everything um i'll probably we'll probably get speaking about her a bit later but yeah she was really an integral part of the backyard balance um team this year for sure um, and I think moving forward, like she's got a lot of dope ideas for what we can do event-wise. Um, sorry, I don't know if I mentioned as well about Backyard Bounce, like the whole goal or the idea initially was to bring together like the black community in Milton Keynes and surrounding areas. And that's just where it started from. Like how many black people can we bring like in one space and it'd be like a calm vibe. Mm-hmm. Safe um, place. Safe place, a safe space, yeah next question was being both directors and artists do you feel like your awareness of both sides of the vision gives you an edge in regards to achieving artist vision damn that's crazy that is a crazy question i'm wow. gonna say 100 percent though yeah of i'm course. gonna say 100 percent. of course um i feel like uh in terms of like all fields like when when like an artist can cover like a lot so like their producer they're actual actually a musician they can play instruments they can engineer people like um russ um uh, people like childish gambino like these people are able to actually like to the fine detail control what they want out that's that that's all their expression out and their ideas out there and their mind so in terms of vis- uh visually as well i feel like that's like a new element that's come into play uh, especially as time has moved on like how uh, video has just like um, evolved as well so I think like people like even Travis Scott who has like a lot of control over his his vision and how he wants his stuff to come out is very specific and I feel like when you pay attention to all the details and the little details that's what's that's what really like uh, resonates with people uh, people like pick stuff out and like they want to study it because you put a lot of thought into it um so yeah i think it definitely like puts us ahead because me myself personally i like to i like i'm very specific with what i want if yeah i'm very specific with what i want is what i'm trying to say i uh i i don't even know what i'm saying I'm blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um i'm very fine to the detail so uh to actually work with someone i need to fully trust them and that's why i kind of roll with the same team all the time Karis, um she's an amazing photographer <laughs> someone just recently even just commented on one of my pictures like never change photographer <laughs> but just as a business partner as well and and a creative like Karis is someone that i can really trust and someone that i know understands me as a creative so it works well that's a part of the actual edge that i get so in regards to achieving an artist vision um yeah of course like awareness of both sides um is key i think it's a very um millennial combination like with just how social media has come about 
um, having an understanding of like visual branding as well as being a musician is quite a quirky combination so I think that is giving us an advantage quite a fresh advantage for sure um, yeah that's I definitely think yeah it's cool it's pretty straightforward though being a musician I think as well actually liking quality music and having quite a high taste standard for music mm-hmm. um, it comes into play as well um, but yeah it can be conflicting at times as well in the same breath because sometimes I might not necessarily like a song that we get in um, personally but I kind of have to be objective but then I'm also an artist so it can get a bit murky but I think um, overall you know good music is, is good music and I I have always believed in that and I've always felt like I had good taste so anyone I work with um, I believe in their music for sure um, yeah Cool. Um, what's the biggest job you've had today? Um, not in terms of earning, but in terms of responsibility. Uh, biggest job you've had to date, not in terms of earning. Um, okay, I guess personally then, in terms of individually, the biggest job I would say is um, just responsibility was the Sky Sports ad that we did, or the Soccer Assist Sky Sports ad that mm. we did end of august that's a story it was just crazy yeah um because as we're growing hey well first of all let me say that yeah it was an amazing opportunity like incredible team and we managed to pull it off the ad was on um sky Sky Sports. sports all through september which was really dope and it was our first tv commercial so like um praise god and like we're really happy that it came off but just like how it came together was crazy um, half the team I mean Toby was down with Covid Karis was also down with Covid uh, so it was just me that was going on set and normally in terms of like our process now and how we're working with projects like we essentially like manage accounts so that specific account was managed by Toby which meant that he was lead on creative um, and just had essentially like all the information for the shoot in his head um <laughs> so you know i was working on other stuff um i was aware of the project of course and was coming to support and yeah it's fluid we're very fluid so i i knew what was going on but the fact that both of them like dropped out like the day before and i wasn't even feeling great myself it was just like bruh how how the hell are you gonna pull this off like the night before i mean i was just like going through everything really i really felt like i studied for a sec and then yeah man on the day it pulled it off so had a huge weight on my shoulders huge responsibility to make sure that we executed otherwise it wouldn't have been on sky sports and that would have just been such a flop like it would have really been so disappointing and i would have flopped because there wouldn't have been other people around me that's just childish but yeah man it came off so gosh as a team um as a team i guess that one is kind of as a team yeah because it came off on the other side yeah yeah um i was i was literally thinking about the same thing um that uh sky ad is literally probably one that um i felt like okay cool i'm down (laughs) i'm down and out but i still need to like produce this very well so that it can actually like happen and actually come out very well um yeah so i was coded up on zoom calls 
um, ordering stuff, making sure that they come on time. Some things didn't come on time. Karis um, broke the news that she caught COVID as well. So um, she was going to help assist on the day. And now we had to look for people to actually help Dylan <laughs> on the day, which was crazy as well. But we managed to get people and it, it was good. It ended up good. We managed to get Perry, PG West, uh, PJ West, sorry. Big shout out to him. He's a big director. Um, just a very, very creative guy. Very sick. And um, Chuka as well, which um, also... Amazing. Also amazing. Uh, he's part of PJ West's team as well. Um, but yeah, it was definitely that. And um, just staying alive. <laughs> staying alive and making sure I'm on call for, uh, for Dylan as well. Um, what was just really crazy about that was... Um, that's when we just got out of COVID, uh, just got out of um, lockdown and people just started to catch it more so it wasn't just me and Karis that actually caught COVID it was the main role as well the main model so I was out on a search for the main uh, character the main model that's actually going to play um, the main guy for the actual ad and it was just yeah it was crazy it was just going off and roundabouts while I was feeling down so I said that was definitely one challenging day that that was that ended very well yeah um yeah that was crazy i think as a team um i'm just gonna say I'm, i was struggling to think but um in terms of responsibility as a team um we had quite a big responsibility on our first trip to italy um when we worked with philip Plyan we had quite a big responsibility. We were basically like the content, um, the content team or like lead, we like led the content team basically. So we put a team together, like it was all really last minute.com, help put a team together, help come up with like a content brief and like deliverables, all this kind of stuff. Um, even like little treatment, like what it's even gonna look like. Um, yeah, put the team together, put the creative together, flew out I think like in a week it was all super quick um and yeah we had to basically kind of manage the team liaise with the clients we were working with as well and just be out in milan during fashion week at philip Lyons show this intense like a-list celebs a-list everything every single person is there you know <laughs> just popping off it's really um busy you know there's just a lot to, a lot of play um and on top of it to deliver because I think it was like a 24 hour turnaround essentially on some of the uh, content we had to deliver, photos. I ended up being one of the photographers there. Um, photos, video, it was just a lot. Very, very intense, like five, I think it was five days in total on our first trip. Um, but yeah, I think as a team, that was quite a lot of responsibility. Everyone there, man, huge, huge um, shout to the rest of the team because we couldn't have pulled that off without them um lloyd and brendan they were really dope and both are really incredible filmmakers um but yeah we pulled it off like all the content got uploaded it's you know it's out there it's, it's all out, out there. there in the world like all the influencers shout posted out it yeah <laughs> shout, shout out to cindy i've got a photo yeah. of of i took a photo and it's on her page like yeah. of her cindy you know Loud. Big up Cindy. Mm, what a cutie. Big up Denise. Big up Denise, man. All of them. Yeah. Mm, 
Oh, cool. This is a good question. You guys directed 111 by Shea Universe, a strong visual paying homage to Up Late by Ari Lennox, directed by Lacey Duke. How do you imprint your visual identity uh, on such projects? Dope. I'll let you take this one because you took lead on this project. Cool. 111. Oh, man, I love that song so much. I just love the song. That song is so spiritual. Yeah, I think the song especially on that one like the song kind of led the idea i kind of even i don't really know how ideas come to me all the time but that one specifically i was definitely just listening to it and i closed my eyes and i just saw like this world like garden of eden vibes or like grass and greenery and like fairies and that's i I could just see that i know it was so visual um and really vivid so that definitely led that idea i think overall though one thing i'm learning is i think i'm driven by um just black identity and exploring the black identity because there's a narrative like that there's only one type of black identity but there's just so many Mm -hmm. and i think it's cool to see black people in different spaces like shay in like wild in wilderness and something that looked like mountains rather than being in the city you know um it was just different it just made her look like a huge superstar yeah Yeah, like it was dope and i think that's that's the level she is so more more i more i like showing just the black black people in grand places yeah showing like the power that we really do have inside and and how yeah it's huge um really just trying to document like everything like mm. from now on really um we lack so much history like the history that they they've given us there's not out there as much so right now we have like a responsibility so i'll say black identity and just like showing black people in just grand places is definitely one to be sick because in the future we're going to look back at that and be like wow like look at what these black people are doing and it's just gonna evolve from there definitely like there's no limits man there's no limits i think just want to see black people everywhere doing just crazier things even just visually speaking about music videos specifically just things that are not expected um i'm so excited there's really dope directors mm-hmm. coming up um and yeah lacy duke is really dope uh definitely inspired by the uplate music video from Ari Lennox um child as well um produced a lot of lucky day stuff um huge inspiration as well One just generally favorites. generally really dope mm-hmm. cool. in your opinion has the idea of being booked and busy been romanticized <laughs> yes 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 of course man uh, definitely people really want to be booked and busy you like nice. crazy it's nice it's nice, nice. Crazy. Well, it's, it's a hustle like it's, crazy if you like to hustle it's a hustle but um, my what i want to ro- romanticize is being less busy <laughs> for getting paid <laughs> that's what yes I want to yes work less pay more yeah that's the vibe um but obviously um when you start this stuff like it's you have to take on a lot of jobs like you have to take it on so you can also gain experience but also if you want to even be um if you want to do this uh professionally and uh, get finances from this stuff you have to there's some points where it's kind of hard to say no to 
to certain jobs but um, you start to like gain experience get better and your clientele gets better and you're booked and busy but the main goal I think should be to actually get your work quality up so right. that you can get that a few big jobs in a year and then they set you for the year they set you free you can actually yeah. live and that actually helps you produce more like when you actually live and get inspired by actually living I feel like that's when I've actually been able to produce like my best work yeah with um, being booked and busy I think it had been romanticised for sure um, but ultimately I think it just comes down to integrity are you just working 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 and working for everyone just to make money or is there something behind it like are you trying to um, are you trying to do something are you trying to tell the world about something are you trying to inspire people about something mm -hmm. are you trying to teach people something um, what is it that you're trying to do like if you're just doing it just to do it then I think yeah um, you're not going to like it you're going to fall out of love yeah and then in that aspect like being booked and busy if you're just taking on everything just to do it and say like oh I'm a filmmaker or oh like I do this eh, it's kind of like alright cool fair enough but like let's see your work and your work is just so scattered like it doesn't have and it doesn't it doesn't identity. move people no identity like at the end of the, like you're just taking everything on yeah at the end of the day like um, you won't have longevity in this thing I think something that is drawing people towards us is how we have like straight up been using black people and everything for like two years like most things that we work on include black people and that's not only like in front of the lenses that's all behind the lenses as well we have you know we work with everyone like we're super we have a super diverse group of um, friends and teams that we work with but you know we're really vocal and like loud about black just yeah. like being black supporting black wanting black faces to be in different spaces wanting to showcase like just prioritizing them for opportunities yeah 100 percent. like showcasing the different types of black people like we didn't grow up in um not only to say like London we didn't grow up in London but we didn't we grew up well we grew up really well um, mm -hmm. we grew up like middle class essentially and that there's there's the a whole community of black people that are like that and um, we want to kind of help them identify with themselves like we ha there's a community of us you know and you shouldn't feel isolated That's because huge. it's huge you shouldn't <laughs> feel isolated because you know people told you you speak white when you were younger yeah. or like <laughs> you dress like a certain way like yo it's, it's yeah. what it is man embrace it and that's for anyone that's for anyone from anywhere like anywhere that's that's the main vibes we just want you to be able to see yourselves in us or the work that we produce for sure 100% we all start out blindly saying yes to every job knowing what you know now would you have said no to more jobs <laughs> it's bit yeah we basically answered that in Literally. the last one um, starting out I think it's good to actually accept like, a lot of jobs mm -hmm. I think it's so good to start um, to accept loads of jobs because you need to you need to find out what you personally like mm. um I remember like we've done we've done like um property done <laughs> just done everything we've absolutely done everything we've covered a lot of ground and um we've just figured out like, our identity in them and like what we kind of uh, what we like and what we actually <laughs> like to edit because i'm telling you if you are editing something that you don't like oh, it dead. is going to drag dead i learned that very quick 
So um, I think it's good at the start, but I think your goal should be just to actually work on your work and like what you want to tell the world and what you want to express. For sure, one hundred percent. Definitely would say no to more jobs, of course. <laughs> um, but again, like what Toby said, the experience was needed because if we didn't take on all of those jobs at the start, we would have never known. Like we don't like this, we don't like that. Um, also, sometimes no to more jobs but um there's it's like opportunity cost sorry uh yeah i was gonna say like opportunity opportunity cost like sometimes the money is not good and maybe there were opportunities that we might have said no to (laughs) because there was no money but really the opportunity itself um maybe you're shooting with like someone that has some kind of social uh capital or um social credibility sorry and you know having that in your portfolio will like just help eyes look at it maybe mm-hmm. for that second longer mm-hmm. doing that in the start of your career is like really important don't always be like yo money 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 mm-hmm. i need to make nah bro like that's important that's you need important. to sometimes just actually get your portfolio up because we are very privileged to be doing this like it's a huge scrap like it's a very very serious hustle but you also have to understand that you're super privileged like once you do get to the point of saying yeah i'm taking on three jobs with like a year and they pay (laughs) (laughs) like you're very privileged it doesn't it's not like that for everyone um and you have to start somewhere so you got to put in those hours man you got to kind of pay your dues and it's very important you do that because you just learn about yourself and you learn about you meet people especially at those things i think you meet like-minded people people that are just hungry mm-hmm. um so definitely say no but weigh up opportunity cost like is it worth my time sometimes it's not even about the money sometimes it's like the client or the, the team that's working on it even you know yeah, sometimes exactly. we've worked on it just because of the team yeah. that's working on it like yeah that's uh that's a key thing don't be stupid <laughs> yeah good opportunity comes don't be stupid if the money isn't good um cool next question <laughs> Baby Keem or Roddy Rich? That is such a <laughs> tough question. Uh, I don't know who I'm picking. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's straightforward only because Baby Keem's released more recently. Yeah. But Roddy Rich, in terms of like actual ability, bro. Yeah, he's cold. And if oh. I look at them objectively, like Roddy Rich, bro, that project, I rinsed it. Yeah. That project, it was good. Yeah. But it's just Baby Keem right now is doing it for me, so I can't even. <laughs> Yeah. it's a tough one it is a tough one and I feel like I'm even being slightly biased I'm because so biased. because Baby King just dropped his project so um, recently yeah um, that Roddy Rich project like he's got bro, he's got a strong voice like he can, he's very cold he can rap and he can sing like he's Whoa, got vocals and I can crazy. only imagine what his next project is gonna sound like like cooking, yeah. I can imagine that being crazy um, but for me I'm picking Baby King because what he's just dropped uh, recently like it's very versatile it's very um, <laughs> honestly it's very PG Lang <laughs> <laughs> PG Lang um, if you guys don't know is Kendra Lamar and David Free um, their production company uh, they do it's, I don't even know if it's a production company it's like a studio, creative studio it's a creative studio they do everything they have a label yeah. arm and everything yeah, exactly uh, and Baby Kim's obviously part of that and I just think like everything that they've been doing so far has just been amazing like yeah. I think they've been breaking all the rules they've been breaking every single rule so yeah. just uh, creatively um, yeah. which I'm not sleeping on Roddy Rich visually as well to be fair because he he's been do- yeah he yeah. knows how to shock the world and he directs well. 
a lot of his videos. It does, not it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a hard question. You've actually um, spun my head Honestly, with that question. I, I don't but know. I'm, I'm a pick Baby King for now, yeah. but come a Roddy Rich project, my mind might change. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. I agree. I think Baby King right now, and then um, when we hear a Roddy Rich project, we'll revisit the question. Yeah. But for now, Keem, Good, great question though. Everything Keem is doing, man, the whole PG Lang thing is just nuts. Like, that's the new the new pinnacle like they're really setting a standard it's dope mm-hmm. cool what's next for you guys musically will we see an EP what's next for you guys musically damn bruh um yeah boy it's going off end of the year November EP time baby EP time baby so yeah man black valley music about to release first project um gonna be very very cool i think it's going to shift the culture i think it's gonna be a moment in history i'm so excited i feel like it's been a long time coming and yeah i just i don't even want to say too much november (laughs) november it's coming yeah it's coming november that's all that needs to be said do you consider yourself a winner Okay. Yeah, cool. you had a team one. Of course, all my niggas really kings yeah. cannot count the wins. Ah. Do 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 do. Yes, sir. Um, always, bro. I love to. I love that. Just I. I grew up playing sports, so I'm super competitive. I've just got mm. like that mentality. Like, yo, yeah. I want the chip. I want the gold. <laughs> I want all the, the rings. cup. I want the rings. Yeah. I want it. Like, I'm hungry. Like, yeah. I want that. I want that even with this rap thing goat shit I want all that like I want to just I want it like I'm hungry for that so yeah man 100% consider um, myself 100% (laughs) consider myself and my people them my team are all winners like I'm surrounded by a bunch of winners you know like if you don't surround yourself with winners (laughs) (laughs) you lose them (laughs) you lose (laughs) that's not how to move recovery look at the team look at the people that I'm surrounded with that's a flex it's mad man that's a flex yeah winners. I've been a winner all my life man yes sir I've got too many things that has happened that's proven that I'm a winner as well so like I I definitely sports has instilled that in me like um just growing up playing sports and just like the people that have been around man like I grew up very nice like I had a very supportive family that let me do what I wanted to do when it come, when it came to sports so when it even just comes to like music and, and working in the creative industry so I feel like they've just installed, installed this like winning mentality into me and you can't shake that off you can't it's impossible no. like uh, and just like winners attract winners so like I'm yes. surrounded by winners man like and every single person that I'm with is a winner <laughs> so yeah man hustlers hustlers man I'm a hustler baby okay final question what does it take to win it's a mad question it's a good question I think what it takes to win you have to be tenacious tenacious tenacity you have to actually go for it you have to um not be scared and always remember that like you when you start off with something you're not going to be the best but you can see the progression like you know that you can progress in this um i think you have to be able to work with people as well um because where do you learn from then 
um, I learn from everyone around me I learn from Dylan all the time as well I learn from Karis all the time and that makes me more confident in, in my abilities as well um, what else it takes a lot to be a winner man <laughs> it takes a lot like you have to actually go for what you want yeah. you have to think smart about it you have to be self reflective yeah. as well like every L that you take you actually have to like look at the details and lessons yeah every like lesson. listen to your body man listen to what you like and what you don't like and, and learn from it and always actually like execute that when that situation comes again um mm. yeah you just have to be yeah. understanding man you're very understanding of of what's going on around you and and uh, go for it man go for it what does it take to win uh simply i think desire either you want it or you don't I think throughout my life I've definitely had like flaws and consistent things that have potentially held me back from getting what I want but I've always had desire like I've always been just super um, pumped up about my future and just super like ambitious I've always known that I was never going to be some basic kid like from (laughs) time so that has consistently push me through like I never lost it I've never lost it and it's even growing more um, and because that's growing more I'm patterning maybe these flaws that were slowing me down when I'm younger and I'm learning about myself more so um, and that's just driving me because you can smell it like you can taste yeah. it you can get, you're getting closer you're like, Oof, boy this is what I've been this is what I've been dreaming of so mm-hmm. yeah it feels like growing into yourself that's it well there you have it people loved it loved it loved every second of that talk about gems you know it's important to acknowledge where we're coming from and where we're heading to these man they're ones to watch out for. What can I say? Summary, 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 summary. So, as you heard it, find a team. Build with that team. Go through adversity. Find your lane. Yeah. I respect it, I respect it. It's funny because I caught up with Dylan just a, um, a week ago. And he shared more gems. I was like, oh man, I wish, I wish we were recording this session. But one thing that stood out to me most was what he said regarding the guys over at Guap. He said that he wouldn't be where he was if they didn't put him on. Or if they if they didn't put OYE on. Um, and that's what this is about, guys. As we stand at the precipice of a new frontier of a renaissance of blackness leading the culture not only just feeding into it but being recognized for the excellence that we bring it's important for us not to be gatekeepers but to keep those doors open for those who come after so a big salute to those guys over at guap gd and ibrahim the whole team and a big shout out to the others who are doing the same we see you we see you we appreciate I'm going to bring this to a close and say thank you to Oye 2.0 
Thank you for bringing the realness And thank you for this instrumental Yeah people This instrumental you're hearing right now It comes from their latest track The Sticks Up on Spotify and Apple Music They've got a video out on YouTube too So go run that Show support for the mandem It's all love And with that we're out <laughs>